0: we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for July 26, 2015. And this was the... I wasn't even going to report on this, and this is the report I saw this morning. And then that caused me to add in all the verses we just went over in part one. Um, But God has a plan, and this is kind of typical for me to actually add in some massive part of the study literally the day of the study and that's why a lot of times i don't get started until late uh because of this now i read this and and this is a sanitized version of this report i'm leaving a ton out i am trying to you know let no corrupt communication proceedeth out of my mouth i'm trying to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship with them but i'm not but I'm also trying not to get into every gory detail, okay? There's a balance. When you, when you point out evil, there's a balance that has to be struck. You can't get into every gory detail where you can, but then it, becomes, it can become very inappropriate, you know? So I really try to be cognizant of that. So I've sanitized this, but if you do have children, they, you might not want them to hear this part, okay? Even though it's sanitized. Um, so if you want to pause the recording now and you know, this isn't going to be that long, but I I just, this is how bad it has gotten. And this is why I did what kind of inspired me to do part one of the teaching, because I can't even believe how wicked and evil it's getting in this country and how evil is being called good and good is being called evil and, and how they're glorying in their shame you know, as the Bible says. So it's called At Anti-Bullying Conference in Iowa. Like, you know, the heartland. This isn't California. In Anti-Bullying Conference in Iowa, middle schoolers learn about pure and evil. I can't even say the original title. It's not appropriate. What they actually, what the title said they learned about. I'm not even going to say it. In a rural small town, Iowa, a group of parents and community leaders are seeking to prevent students from the local taxpayer fund in middle school and high school, from attending future versions of an anti-bullying conference for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender teens. They should have conferences where it's for Christians that are being bullied by this segment, because that's where the bullying is typically coming from. I mean, you got Bruce Jenner up there. They're honoring him as giving him the Courage Award over some war veteran that had both his arms and legs blown off. This is how sick our society has become. They're not being bullied. They're being given carte blanche. Act any way you want. Do whatever you want. And yet they say they're being bullied. By and large, they're not being bullied. They're the ones that are bullying. You think it got to that point in Sodom and Gomorrah, the, all the verses we just talked out? Think they were kind of bullying people? I mean, they were are Trying to beat down Lot's door, basically. Imposing their wicked will on others. Isn't that bullying? Well, they're, they're the kings and queens of doing that. To the point of violating people's bodies sexually. Isn't that what a pedophile is? Particularly, a, you know, one that's going, like a man going after little boys. Which is it's a proven fact that, you know, if you're gay, you have, I don't even know, the, 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 the propensity of gays that are pedophiles is unbelievably higher than the average heterosexual being a pedophile. In other words, you're much more likely to be a pedophile if you're gay than you were a heterosexual. Statistically speaking, it's not even close. It's demon possession. It's Why? You know, the last one in April, this, this, um, conference left many of the denizens of Humboldt's Iowa up in arms reports Des Moines, NBC affiliate, Iowa safe schools. That's their name. Iowa safe schools, an activist group, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender activist group out of Des Moines hosted the conference. It was quite something. Among the nearly two dozen speakers, only two addressed bullying. So in other words, this wasn't even about bullying. That was the cover they used. That was the cover they used to get people to come there. The rest of the sessions involved issues as how to pleasure their gay partners. This is for middle schoolers. How to pleasure their gay partners. The other 10 speakers, evidently, spoke on that, among other things, as we'll see. Middle school girls from Humboldt, which is only a population of 4,690, had the opportunity to learn how to, this is just, this is about, I sanitized this, okay, and, and this is, I don't even like to say this, but how to sew fake testicles into underwear in order to pass themselves off as boys. That's what they were learning. They're teaching this at anti bolt lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, sponsored by the school, given the, this public school's seal of approval. This is what they're teaching in the schools. or giving their seal of approval to. One speaker wore a dress, and I'm I'm assuming it was a man, made out of condoms, to which could be, quote, used as needed. Another speaker raised the important middle school issue of using the internet to locate orgies. I'm not making this stuff up. There's other stuff that's going on here I can't even describe that's bad enough what i just said a father from des moines des moines whose daughter attended the conference described the girl's experience when she got and then i came to describe the first half of it but when she got there or the last half it wasn't really on bullying it was basically a sexual education class for same-sex couples the mad dad said why would you ever let your daughter go to this anyway I mean, where's, where's do you have half a brain in your head? I'm sorry, but I mean, give me a break. Any bullying for gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, and you're mad at the results? Come on. Where's, where's your discernment? If you have any vestige of, of conscience in you, where's your discernment? Well, evidently, you know, he and his daughter learned the hard way. The main featured speak, speaker was a drag performer, Miss Coco Peru, who cussed a lot and encouraged attendees to vandalize the property of critics. That would be you and I as Christians primarily. Vandalize the property, so she's she's encouraging them to commit felonies. It was probably it was he, he was encouraging them to commit felonies. And that's just the beginning. Murders, just if if he would actually if he was actually able to speak his mind, it would be murder, torture them, rape them, and then murder them. That's what's in their hearts. That was what was in the denizens of Sodom and Gomorrah's hearts, obviously. Well, we're pretty much there. In America, thousands of thousands of middle schoolers and high schoolers from the region, attended this April event. This wasn't like a room full of 30 people. Thousands. Now, the town that they were in is only 4,690 people. So this shows you the draw. To, To attract thousands to a town that was that small, you've got to have a really big pull. And you can't tell me most of these people didn't, didn't, you know, didn't know kind of what they were in for. Even the, I mean, come on, even today's middle schoolers and high schoolers know what, what most likely is going to be talked about to a certain extent. Maybe some of them were totally clueless, true. But I think that with what you see the curriculum and things and knowing they're going to an LBL, L, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and probably they put the word out ahead of time, oh, you were going to have some real surprises for you. And I'm sure a lot of them maybe showed up for that reason, probably. I can't say for sure, but, you know. Well, the, the point is, I don't believe that the people that attended this all had puritanical motivations for going. They really just wanted to prevent bullying of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgenders because that's such a problem in America. I guess God's a big bully because he's rained down fire and brimstone on them before. Annihilated and destroyed them. Put them in hell. See, that's why they hate God so much. And the Bible. So thousands attended this event. Humboldt, Iowa School District Superintendent Greg Darling said the funding for students in the district could attend the conference. To attend the conference was provided by a student run organization. Oh, see, it wasn't us, it was a student run organization that I'm sure is funded by adult, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender because they, they throw all their money into this, man. They're serious about this, they're serious about cramming the stuff down our throats. He said he could do nothing to prevent the club. Which sponsored attendance at the event from fundraising for it for next year, or sending local students. Uh, his hands are tied. Well, he's doing a yeoman's job, though. I mean, look, we need to give him a golf clap or something, because of the. He re- really can tell he's he's going the distance, trying to prevent this wickedness from occurring. We support all clubs in the school that meet the policies and procedures. Policies and procedures of going in depth about the most depraved sexual things you could possibly do. Encouraging middle schoolers to participate in this stuff. Evidently that is um, in accordance with their policies and procedures. But if a Christian were to go and have a student-sponsored club and speak against this debauched, wickedness, they would be run out of town instantly, probably put in juvenile detention if a a Christian student were to do this, or an adult. It's just the double standard that I see over and over and over again regarding all the subjects that we tend to cover. This unbelievable, hypocritical double standard that exists in this sick, twisted, perverted world we live in now, by and large, Darling, this this uh, Greg Darling, because he's such a darling, told Who TV we are an equal opportunity school and do not discriminate against anyone. Oh, really? But it's okay for a drag queen to encourage the attendees to vandalize the properties of their critics. That's perfectly okay. It's perfectly okay for a transgendered man who looks like a linebacker to go up on TV rubbing that Shapiro guy's back saying, don't say another word or I'm gonna put you in the hospital right on TV in front of everybody. You need to shut your mouth. I'm glad it wasn't me you were rubbing the back up, buddy. I'm not encouraging violence. Not saying that. But there's just a certain level of evil I will personally put up with. And I'm not gonna have some transgender dude rubbing my back telling me I need to shut my mouth or he's gonna put me in the hospital. I'm not saying that's Christian. I'm not saying it's right. I'm weak i admit it i'm not a good christian in a lot of ways so i say don't look at me i'm just telling you i wouldn't i couldn't deal with that personally you know pray for me where we draw the line though is the whole point here where do we draw the line Do we just worm our way into a corner and just go into a fetal position and let them run roughshod over us and let them defile our families and rape them and pillage and oh, whatever you say, Mr. Transgender Guy, whatever you say... It's okay for a drag queen to encourage the attendees to vandalize the property of their critics. That's fine. Commit felonies against them. That's that's fine. That's cool. Threaten their lives. Threaten to put them in the hospital. And what what are we supposed to do? Just do nothing? Just sit back, take it? No, we're we're you're right. We're just spineless bowls of jelly, Jello. Mr. Big Bad Transgender, you're right. You are definitely on the cause of of righteousness and how dare us ever utter a word against you and your ilk. You obviously represent Satan and you do it well. Then he says we strive to have a positive learning environment in the district. Oh really, a positive learning environment. This is really positive. This is going to infinitely help your students in your district become productive members of Sodom and Gomorrah. Infinitely. What Satan is trying to do through this movement, through the public school systems, is create Sodom and Gomorrah on planet Earth as the norm. All of the endocrine disruptors that they've put into the food and the water and the plastics. So many of the guys now, particularly teenagers, are all exhibiting, I mean, tons of them are exhibiting gay tendencies. I mean, a massive amount. It's not 2 to 3% anymore. I mean, it's disproportionate. All of this stuff is being done by design. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a huge problem. Taylor has relayed to me, I've seen enough in my reports, that particularly teenage boys now, it ain't the same as it was, I don't know, 10 or even, definitely wasn't that way in my day. I can remember like three guys In my class of like 140 at the Catholic high school I went to, graduated from, I can remember three that were clearly gay. From what I'm seeing now, I don't even know what the percentage is. I'm talking ones that are exhibiting homosexual tendencies. Maybe they're struggling with it. But the fact that they're even struggling with it is beyond my comprehension. I'm telling you, this whole thing with the with the endocrine disruptors, the BPA and the plastics, the gender bending chemicals and the pharmaceuticals and stuff. And who knows what else they're doing to us? They are trying to create an ultra feminized male race. They are. And they're succeeding. And that's why I get so angry about this because this is becoming such a protected, encouraged, glorified, wicked, and in God's eyes, this is the last thing that happens to a society before he destroys it. Sodom and Gomorrah. That and child sacrifice. We have both. We have both at a very high level. The churches should be in mass picketing. They should be in mass at least jumping on board now, wanting to defund Planned parenthood after all these tapes that have come out now. In mass. Oh, we can't we'll we'll lose our 501c3 exempt status and in in we we can't be politi- we can't really say speak we'll lose that and in you spineless devils, not all of you but but the ones that are that are keeping their mouths shut in order to be politically correct in order to be yoked up with the clergy response team? Do you realize you've sold your soul to Satan? You, do you realize what Jesus said? Verily you have your reward. When a man gave to, to be seen among all men and when they do that to me it's very similar. When they do that to appease the government, to appease Satan, to appease the IRS to, to be so, they're, so that they're not rocking the boat so they're politically correct, they've become worthless to be trampled underfoot. They're, they have no more salt. It's lost its savor. They're not salt and light anymore. They're not warning against the unfruitful works of darkness. They're not warning against Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. They're they're letting their congregations be destroyed for lack of knowledge. They're hirelings that have no true love for the sheep. And again, I'm not I'm not condemning every single church out there. I'm saying for the most part, though, verily you hath your reward. Whatever little trinket you're getting now, because you've let, you you're a big reason why this is happening. Because the church has stopped being salt and light. Verily you have your reward. All you have to look forward to now is hell. Because I don't believe you're saved. I don't believe you can be serving God and serving mammon, serving the government, serving the which is becoming more wicked by the day. And think you can delude yourself into believe you're going to hell, but by their fruits you shall know them. You'll beg for the mark of the beast. You'll beg for it. You don't take a stand now. You don't grow a backbone now. And that backbone's got to come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't don't expect that it's just going to appear out of nowhere. When you've sold out the Lord Jesus Christ for all these years, you've turned your back on him, essentially, by your silence. So much of the time. Not by what you said. But by what you haven't said. By what you haven't warned about. By what you've yoked yourself up with. From a governmental standpoint. Clergy response team being the worst. I'm telling you. Verily you have your reward. I pray to God you repent. I pray to God these pastors get their eyes opened. The fear of God descend on them in mass that if god has to hang them out over hell that he does that in order to get them on the right path maybe they were on the right path at one time in their life but the cemetery ruined them i mean the seminary well this version of the bible isn't the most correct rendering the bible is actually incorrect the king james bible is actually incorrect here should be rendered so now you have all this doubt about the word of god Well, then, this is a better rendering. This translated from two corrupt Catholic manuscripts, the Sinaiticus and the Vaticanus, which was literally, they found in the Vatican. And the Sinaiticus at the base of Mount Sinai at a corrupt Catholic uh, monastery in a trash can. Those are where your your modern Bible versions are translated from. Both those, primarily from both of those corrupt Catholic texts. By two guys that were most likely high-level occultists, Westcott and Hort when they came out with the revised version in 1881 which spawned all these other versions we have now so they totally doubt the word of god and if there's no standard well why are you going to fear god because really the bible is kind of like wishy-washy and i can if i don't like that interpretation i can or that version i can use this version which i like this interpretation better i like this interpretation of what the scripture actually says better then you yoke up with the government and then you yoke up with all the worldly programs. You try to do like the other churches are doing, and then it's just so unbiblical. There's no Bible for any of it. There's no Bible for denominations—Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian. Then you got all the pseudo Christian, pseudo Christian cult denominations. I call them pseudo Christian because they they have they try to have some veneer of Christianity. Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses, Seventh Day Adventists—these devils just overtly taking people to hell through works-based theology, Catholics. There's no Bible for denominations. There's none. You read Romans and it's like they were were battling it right then. One saith I am of Paul, one saith I am of Apollos. Is Christ divided? Well, I'm saved through Apollos, so I'm a better Christian than you. Well, Paul led me to the Lord personally, so I'm better because he was like, You know, the best apostle that ever lived. There's no Bible for any of that. We're the body of Christ. We shouldn't have all this schism. Thousands of denominations worldwide that call themselves Christian. Not hundreds, thousands. Which one's right? There's only one, and it's this one. It's in Lower Nantucket. Well, finally, finally. And then you have all these people out there with the audacity to say, my way is the only way. God showed me this, and I and my followers are the only ones going to heaven. Do you know how many times I've heard that? Because we're so special, and everybody else who doesn't follow us is going to hell and, every, and evidently, by, by logical conclusion, that means that everybody else before you that didn't know about your little cult theology went to hell as well. So, everybody else from the history of, of, of Jesus Christ at the cross is now burning in hell because they didn't have your little cult pet theology. Aren't you special? When God says he's no respecter of persons and that the word of God is of no private interpretation. Well, God showed me this and I know what God showed me. Oh, okay, so he showed you that and he made you feel real special and told you everybody else was basically going to hell. They, they were questioning a, uh, I don't know if it was like a Mormon or somebody the other day, some some, uh, some guy that was on the radio was listening to Christian radio. I mean, I'd say that loosely, but he, it was questions he was asking in Mormonism. He says, "Look, well, what about, or no, Jehovah Witnesses. What about before? Because they have this most convoluted garbage that they believe where, okay, we had all the slots for heaven for this particular part of the highest heaven got, like, um, filled in, like, 1931. So, like, everybody after that has to kind of go for the secondary thing. And then he's asking, he says, okay, well, what about before the Jehovah Witnesses wherever this cult was ever founded? Like, you know, in the 1700s on back. Well, actually, it was eighteen hundreds. But before it was founded, on back. What about all those people that didn't know about this Jehovah Witness cult? The I guess they all went to hell. God, in His mercy, let them all go to hell because they didn't. They weren't a Jehovah Witness. Wow. What rank arrogance and pride to ever believe such a lie but it's pretty common it's pretty common that's why i don't point people to myself i point people to the word of god the king james bible the lord jesus christ that's it man can fail you cursed be the man that trusteth in man and that maketh flesh his arm and whose heart departeth from the lord jeremiah seventeen five. So I don't even hold myself. I I, I try not to hold my, myself to that to that. You know I don't say point people to me. In other words, trust the word of God, trust the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's go further here. Now we're going to get into a little video about. Okay, we've talked about the gay thing and about the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing and how God rains down fury on that particular dynamic when that happens. Okay, so now um, we're going to look at, okay, what do we possibly see on the horizon? Now, I've been talking about this kind of stuff a lot in recent weeks anyway. About things that we could be on the lookout for regarding God's judgment. About things that, you know, between now and the big date is between now and the middle of September. You know, from September 15th onward or September, so many different prognosticators. Some of them financial. Some of them from a natural disaster standpoint. Some of them from the whole Jewish calendar angle. Some of them from an astronomical angle. Um, some of them claiming to be prophetic. But it seems like they're all saying the middle of September on. Big, big things happening. major. Maybe nothing will happen. I don't know. I've, done, I've already done a teaching on this. Uh, just came in September in the keyword search box, and, and you can find that. I, I did a, a whole part on it, I'm pretty sure. But this is one other angle that could be re- used in regarding Jade Helm. This just came out last night. I'm only going to pay seven minutes of this video. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I have seen a lot of stuff about the Hoover Dam in recent years, about that being a very probable place that they will... Um, Potentially attack in order to create the maximum amount of order out of chaos that they will create by destroying that dam. Okay, so we're gonna roll this uh, short clip of this video now and entitled Is Jade Helm Targeting the Hoover Dam. This just came out yesterday.
1: This is Jim Fetzer, your host on the real deal, whereas everyone Watching the show regularly is aware I've been doing quite a lot about Jade Helm. Uh, Today I want to discuss what may be the most threatening, ominous aspect of the entire program, which has been on my mind, but where I hadn't quite seized the opportunity to discuss it. Where today, by chance, I happen to run into Lee Bracken, who's been doing a huge amount of work on this issue, which has to do with Hoover Dam. Take a look at the first slide, and you'll see what we have been hit with repeatedly, that FEMA has announced the possibility of a huge earthquake and tsunami that might destroy the Pacific Northwest.
0: But In the Cascadia subduction zone. I reported on that last week, played the videos for that. So we're just seeing a lot of talk about, we've got movies. I think there's one, San Andreas. You've got the Hayward Fault locked and loaded. You've got the San Andreas one that they've talked about for years. Now you've got the Cascadian subduction zone. You've got all the droughts and all the horrific stuff going on in California. You have the fact of what um, oh the one lady um, that had reported on where they were going out there. And not only are they creating the drought through chemtrailing ahead of the storm fronts and probably through things like harp and scalar weaponry, but also... Um, you know, to totally shut down our, our and drive up the prices of produce and vegetables and things of this nature in California. Um, but you also have the fact of that they they were going out there and killing oak trees, um, cutting rings around them by the thousands, killing them so that they can make way for the conifer trees because it was it was politically incorrect for the oak trees to have as much shade as they have. So now they've created all of this extra, you know, multi-million tons of fuel of dead oak trees in California as well. When they finally torch California, which will be all the more reason for them to say, now let's say they have multiple earthquakes, let's say they have tsunamis, let's say they have huge fires, drought, you know, you've already got all the other stuff going on in California with forced vaccinations, all the wickedness going on with that, and then all the other wicked agendas out there. And you're going to just see an absolute mass um, migration for the those that can make it out of there alive from California eventually. It's the way it's looking. And not only that, but all the way from Washington to Oregon to California. Now you have this thing with, you know, the jade helm going on in you know, Southern California, Utah, Arizona, Nevada. You have the Hoover Dam thing we're going to be discussing. You know, Jade home going into Texas and these other places. And, and I, I got into the recent study where we went into a lot of these different aspects. You'd almost have to go back and listen to the last two to three months of studies where I've covered this, where we're trying to cover this massive amount of information regarding the potential agendas. And that's, as a watchman, what I'm trying to do is warn so that you have a heads up you take it to the Lord in prayer, you bring it before God, you pray, you fast about it, Whatever, however you feel convicted, and, and act as the Lord leads you regarding these matters. I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just saying that, that this is something that um, is a potential for happening, and as a watchman, I feel like I need to warn. So let's go ahead with this, this video.
1: So Lee will elaborate, it may have a rather more ominous aspect, where the second slide shows a, a, a Hoover Dam, one of the greatest construction projects in the history of mankind, which uh, creates a massive hydroelectric project by blocking the Colorado River. And in the third uh, slide, the next slide, you'll see another shot of the dam. It's one of the world's most monumental structures. Lee, it's a real pleasure to have you here. How did you become interested in Hoover Dam and the possibility that it may be, might be targeted during Jade Hill?
2: Hi, Jim. Thank you for having me on. Um, I became interested in this when uh, somebody came out with the theory that they were going to destroy Hoover Dam. And uh, and uh, what happened was, was that that person sort of dropped the baton, and I picked it up and carried the uh, investigation and research into this theory for a couple of years. And um, I had been looking for the smoking gun. So they, call it, they would call it circumstantial evidence, but I think it's pretty much evidence that they will destroy the dam. And I went theory after theory debunking them until I had to conclude that it's, it is more likely that they are going to destroy the dam with the recent uh, uh, demonstration that they had at Hoover Dam showing that the Hadron Collider technology uh, created by CERN in Switzerland is probably what they installed into the dam to do this.
0: So uh, So now you have Hadron Collider CERN technology supposedly being... Um, the, the actual way that they're going to destroy the dam. I don't know if they've, they've integrated it into the dam. It's a massive place. I took a tour of it with Taylor, um, I don't know, a few years ago, and um, when we were out there in California. And, um, I mean, actually it was 2010. Anyway, uh, I mean, it's massive. I mean, it's, it's just to walk through it and, and all the the turbines and i mean it's gigantic underneath you have to understand the dam on top you only see like the the concrete wall and then you see the water behind it but if you were to look at the the actual dam um it's kind of like a wedge and it goes up to like the top is like more much more narrow whereas it goes down to the bottom more like a kind of like a pyramid and it gets thicker to hold more water back because there's more water pressure at the base of it because there's more water pressure because as the water rises now the dam right now is um i don't know it's probably like half capacity because of the drought so to me it would be kind of a if they were trying to inflict maximum amount of chaos kind of be a bad time to blow the dam because you'd only have you know um you have a lot less water eventually you know doing all of this massive amount of destruction downstream okay as opposed to having the thing full so I'm not saying this is going to happen. I know about the the whole, it was like $20 bill, the new ones where, you know, that one guy has been up there doing all those videos. That guy is a new ager, Jonathan Cleck or whatever. The one that's doing that stuff, he is a, he is not a Christian, okay? You need to look into that guy. I've had a lot of people email me about him and I've put together a whole, um, uh, I probably have put out um, links and things of this nature on the guy. In fact, I'm trying to look for the... There it is, Jonathan Kleck. And um, this guy has, like, Egyptian stuff in the background. There are huge red flags about this guy. He is beyond a heretic. One comment about him read, To those who have, have studied God's word, it's pretty obvious that Kleck is, a false, is false and a very sick one at that. I'm sorry, but he's not intentionally lying then he's a para- if he's not intentionally lying, he's a paranoid schizophrenic who needs to immediately get professional help. The man listens to voices in his head and claims they're from God. How many times have I heard that coming out of the Pentecostal movement in particular? Okay, and This is how cults get started. He's got a cult following. This is how cults get started. Cursed be the man that trusted the man and that make a flesh's arm. Because if you start believing that he's hearing from God and you start following him, you start thinking anything that he's condoning must be okay with God. That's the danger about following men. Or woman, for that matter. Uh, The claim has no biblical basis. Um, To the law and to the testimony, Isaiah 8.20 says, To the law and the testimony, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. That's another great verse regarding false prophets. So if they're not speaking according to the word of God, then it's because there's no light in them. There are all kind of videos up there where you hear it right out of his mouth there's one here jonathan collect is a false teacher by his own words um the holy bible says jonathan collect is a false prophet heretic blasphemer run from him he's got all kind of egyptian paintings and like statues and hieroglyphs in the background of his videos and stuff i'm like oh god told you to do that well i'm just saying this guy is bad news okay So I would stay away from him. I'm not saying all of his research is bad, but I would not rely upon him as your source of truth, okay? I would say say even extremely cautiously, if you're going to glean from him, do it with much prayer (laughs) because I don't trust him at all. Um, So yes, I'm aware of the $20 bill thing and and the Hoover Dam breaking and this and that. Um, I'm more wanting to get more to to actual things that we can verify easily, more easily. And um, this is one of those videos that that I thought the guy had some compelling arguments. Um,
1: So you think that the plan, uh, the device to perform the destruction of the dam, which is going to be a stunning catastrophe of enormous proportions, but where, if I might, uh, let me lay out a little bit of the background as to why this is all too plausible uh, part of the objective here seems to be uh, recalled when Henry Kissinger was asked how he was going to get Americans into those FEMA camps, and he replied with a single word, food. It looks as though Jade Helm is operating not only to seize guns from homeowners in blatant violation of the Second Amendment, but to deprive them of many stocks of food that exceed a, a one-week supply where they're being designated as food hoarders. Now, I know no law and certainly nothing related to the Constitution that would justify uh, depriving Americans of food supplies in excess of seven days. But if the idea is to make Americans so dependent on food, one way to go about doing it that they can be manipulated and forced into FEMA camps or even go there willingly, it would be to destroy the resources for food in the United States, where Southern California provides about 40% of the produce for the entire nation, and where the Hoover Dam is the principal source of water for the irrigation projects involved.
0: And Southern California is the one part of California where Jade Helm is at, and, is, and that's designated as hostile territory. Not all the states are designated as hostile. Utah, Texas, and Southern California think are the only three. So this is very relevant to that area.
1: And therefore, I think that if this is the big picture about Jade Helm Lee, you may have put your finger onto something vital and alarming, and in fact, profoundly, profoundly evil.
2: Yeah. People ask me, what is Jane, Jade Helm? And I couldn't really answer them. Uh, I know just as much about it as uh, most people do. And, um, my intuition said that there was something else about it, and I just couldn't uh, put my finger on it until I finally made the connection that it—that uh, if indeed they are going to destroy the dam, that—that that is what the you know preparations are for in the, this quadrant quadrant of the United States. Um, we see it in film. Uh, Hollywood pretty much tells us the truth wrapped up in a fictional tale, but with uh, all the havoc that is that is, uh, you know, the wrath upon Los Angeles with these alien films, uh, alien invasions, and the most recent one, San Andreas, where they depict uh, some of these engineering marvels uh, seeing their fate is They'd quite be
1: destroyed in cinema. Yeah. and you're observing that San Andreas was released on the date of the initiation of Jane Hill, that, that sounds like more than coincidence.
0: Wow. San Andreas film being initiated. They've got all this stuff, and then you could say it's predictive programming because the Illuminati has to, from a Kabbalistic witchcraft principle, warn the people that they're about to destroy or inflict evil upon of their impending doom prior to that. It's like a Luciferian-type principle they have to go by. Uh, I'm just telling you, and, and again, I do this for... My listeners that live in these areas primarily, um, you know, and again, take it to the Lord in prayer, pray fast about it. But I think it is worthy of doing that about because I'm just seeing all this stuff about these areas, particularly as of late. About on the day, about
2: 13 days before that, I think it was uh, yeah, May 31st. And then on June 12th is when Freightliner the company that runs Daimler trucks or transportation of goods uh, showcased that project, that video that you're going to be showing shortly, um, in which we see what the what they're really doing with the Hadron Collider. Now, nobody made this connection except for me, and if anybody did, they didn't post it on the internet. So well, I'm not going to take credit for finding it. But once I I'm found not- that. I'm
1: I'm profoundly struck because something had been in the back of my mind and when you started to describe your research I was simply stunned and dumbfounded. Lee, let's
0: Okay now, they get into all the nuts and bolts of it. I don't have time to play the fifty minute video. Not only that, it would be very it wouldn't be good for audio because it's this big film they literally shot on the front of Hoover Dam. They literally use like Hoover Dam like a big movie screen. It was, it I mean, it, even though the footage is choppy, it's like amazing. It's like looks like. I don't know. It's just it's it's crazy this technology they've got with with um, I don't know film and animation or or whatever. Um, and and even watching a grainy film of it at night is like whoa that's crazy now he gets into all the nuts and bolts the links here um on page this is like the main thing last night that just came out that that report actually um it will be on uh, page uh, probably four it says is jade helm targeting hoover dam so i wanted to at least touch base on that particular subject because jade helm hasn't gone away it's it's not like there's any less problem here we're actually into it now and here are some other jade helm updates and this is just a little small sampling i don't this is no by no means exhaustive this is by no means like all of the first hand accounts that are out there there's all types of troop movements that are that videos that are are up but again those aren't good for audio because you know you're watching a video you know and it's usually somebody in a car and nobody's saying anything and you're saw, watching military transports whiz by or you're pulling up beside them real slow but those are all up there those those are increasingly coming out there's all kind of first-hand accounts here's just a couple first-hand accounts and again I say this with kind of like my listeners in mind to give you a head heads up about potential activity to kind of keep an eye out for Um this is entitled photograph, 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 heads up, record any and all suspicious surveillance activity. Because see, when you shed light on wickedness and evil, and you expose it, and you talk about it, and you get it out there, many times that is what will derail their plans. Okay, Because you're being proactive. Uh, this is to Steve Quayle. I think the government is red-listing now, meaning they're, they're getting their red-list home addresses ready for the pickups is what he thinks. Four days ago, a small pickup with post office magnets on the door stopped on the curb in front of my front door. The guy never got out of the vehicle, but was watching my door and doing something with his hands. I watched, in the, and again, if you would say Steve Quayle, they're GPSing basically your location, your your house, your, and other things. Um, he was watching my door and something with his hands. I watched him through a window in my house until he drove away about four minutes later. I mentioned it to my wife, who was there with me and observed that it was a very odd behavior as our mailbox is one block away and he's wearing, he's got postal signs. So see, that's why this really doesn't add up. But like he's from working for the post office and he, and he passed it and meaning his mailbox to park in front of the door and he never got out. Maybe he was texting. I don't know. But in the last two days, I've seen him do the same thing twice more. Okay. That's really, Very suspicious. We are busy around our small town and driving a lot. And both times I saw this Toyota Tacoma extended cab truck with post office magnets on the doors drive up to an address, stop, fiddle with his hands, out of view, and then drive away. I live in the middle of Jade Helm Central. My town is in between the special forces operating around Junction, Texas, and this 82nd Airborne jumping into Camp Bullis. We are stone-cold, gun-toting conservatives around here, and we will prove it if pushed. I am widely, I'm a widely published writer and broke this story a few weeks ago about Palantir being funded by the CIA and the Jade Helm being fueled by Palantir. Those are big stories, what he's talking about. Palantir is the Eye of Mordor from, like, what is it, Lord of the Rings or whatever? It was, like, the chief source of evil. Um, so... You can wiki-search it, he said. I'm also ex-military police investigations and a very outspoken advocate of defending the Constitution. So in other words, he would be somebody that would really, really, really be high in the red list. Okay? Bottom line is this. My gut instinct is that the post office magnets are cover, and the guy is verifying that people on his list live at the address of record. He is likely obtaining license plates numbers of the vehicles, which is further information they would need to track you, on site and using the data to privately confirm that the red-listed individuals do live at that address. If they are red-listing, and you know they gps and and you know they gps your home already then the odds of jade helm going live in mid august are higher if i see the guy again i will stop and ask for some postal id i will also get a good look at his console to see if he has a console mounted computer in there the post office does not deliver to the houses where i live see that right there tells me a ton they don't even deliver he probably lives on a dirt road then and his house, his mailbox is at the end of the dirt road, is what I'm assuming. Okay, which is common for the country. They don't deliver to where he lives. So what is a postal vehicle doing there? And continually coming back. So he has no excuse for stopping at these places. I know that this Jade Helm deal is a warmer warmer than most suspect. He's kind of talking in military terms. It's warmer than most suspect. I carry a $10 generic anonymous flip phone, and last week I got about five 32-kilobyte files texted to me from an anonymous number. The NSA tries to inject Trojans into newly activated phones, and from my own years in IT, that 32-kilobyte file is a big red flag. So if you do have one of those $10 flip phone track phones that I've talked about on many occasions that you can be anonymous and you've had a huge file texted to you your phone may not be anonymous anymore i don't know what it is who knows what type of technology they possess but that's another little heads up for you okay just as a as a heads up these are little little things that could potentially make a big difference in the future that we're talking about here he said, and then they quit, meaning the text files. I think my phone is still anonymous, but you know, you and I both know things are about to get wet. Okay, when you have a wet op, that means there's going to be, I, I think of it like wet blood, blood involved, meaning they're going to kill people. So when you, when you hear these, these military terms like wet op or wet, think that they're going to come, you know, to kill people. So anyway, that's the one report. Here's another one. This report comes from an a A&P reader in Lumberton, Texas. On July 23rd in a neighborhood in Lumberton, Texas, I was sitting in my garage. My garage opens to the road. Across the street, my parents have a home on an acre of land. I noticed a man in black sports material shorts with matching black polo type shirt walking up the road and walking up their driveway. He was carrying a commercial style tablet such as UPS uses. He had a short cropped hair and a beard. My view of the carport is obscured by my truck, so I made a note to ask my dad later what he wanted. A few minutes later, he walked out of the driveway, turned and walked past my driveway as if I was not here. I was using a water hose then to wash my driveway. Several minutes later, a different guy came, walking from the direction the first guy went. Dressed the same way, in black, and what looked like a photo ID clipped on the front of his shirt. His hair was cropped short. He was clean shaven. I was watching him and he looked at me and stated, it's very hot. I replied, it is very hot, but I thought it was odd. About 30 minutes later, I went to pick up something to eat. As I was coming back through the neighborhood, I saw another guy dressed the same way, looking at his cell phone and walking. The one had black hair and a beard. So I go and ask my father what the original guy wanted, and he said that they were offering some type of home service, but he couldn't recall what specifically. My dad is 81. I asked my dad what else he said. He said the first guy mentioned was the fact that my dad had an American flag displayed on the hangar at his garage. My dad told him that he was in fact a Korean War veteran. The guy then stated that he had been to South Korea. Then it all dawned on me, I'm a Navy veteran of four years. He was in the Navy for four years. And they all had slim runner's legs, but very well-defined upper body, with two-inch beards except for the second guy. I immediately felt that these may this may be a SEAL team or other operators canvassing the neighborhood. I was here, but they didn't ask me about home improvement, so now I feel I'm on the red list. Well, they would have already known I think he's on the red list, whereas maybe they weren't sure about the dad, I think is what he's trying to say there. So those are a couple of reports. Now, the next one is a... And again, I said I was going to read this. It's a it's a supposedly a prophecy. And the thing is, is this would line up with what I believe God would most likely say to us if he was going to talk to us. I'm not saying that this guy's a true prophet of God. I'm not saying he's not. Okay? And the only reason I'm reading this is because it does pretty much ring true with what I believe lines up with the word of God. And I don't hardly ever do this, ever. But in this particular instance, I'm going to go ahead and read this. You glean... Take it for what it's worth. I received this from the Lord this morning, 7, 13, 15. I've been waiting to release this after hearing more confirming words of the same from him. From others, here it is. I don't know how to post this on your site, so I emailed this to you, these words. Please let others read and be warned. Thus saith the Lord, the only God, my word has been spoken, and it has been here for many generations to see. True. It has been here for many generations to hear by the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. True. It has been sent mightily through this nation and out to many other nations of the earth, but it has been rejected. True for, the I mean, the most part. Yeah, nations have rejected it, obviously individual people that got saved in it. As Israel of old turned their backs on me and judgment came upon them, we kind of look. we were talking in the first part about God's judgment on wickedness. Not so much Israel, but Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, so you have turned your backs on me and I have, and, I have turned my back on you as you cry out in reviling of your sins, relishing them and flaunting them. That's all the stuff we just talked about, like in the first part about the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and then the church, large by and large, sits in silence of this, or actually even yokes up with them by having gay clergy and stuff like this. Okay, So you will cry out in your pain and suffering that shall shortly come suddenly and swiftly upon you, You have given your children to the lust of this world, so you shall lose your children before your eyes. And it's true. The the parents are are a huge part of the problem. They're pathetic. They've let their, their children go off into all this stuff and either been silent or condoned it for a lot of this. What was once precious in your sight, you have selfishly let go, meaning their children. My word has gone forth, and it has been ignored by the multitudes. Now most of my church, my words, and now including most of my church, true my words of warning that have resounded for several decades now vastly gone unheeded and, and now it is time to reap the whirlwind of my just judgments your weeping and howling and gnashing of teeth that shall that shall so very very shortly fall upon you will leave you in utter shock and disbelief that this has happened to you here in america i will come for my people but you have to endure until i come the, the sins of the nation Reached unto heaven as did the sins of Sodom and Gomorrah and Nineveh, so it is ripe unto judgment, and you must be purged. The dross must be taken out of the silver. The fields must be cleansed. Look to me now, um, look to me now, for it is too late for some of you to begin. Your life will be lost, but your soul will be saved. It's kind of like the Bible talks about, um, you'll they'll be saved, yet so is by fire, at the great white throne of at the great white throne judgment, where wood hay stubble gold, silver, precious stones, your works are judged. And then it says, some will be saved, yet so is by fire. That kind of reminds me of that verse. You cannot begin training for a battle as you march into it. You must be made ready before the time is at hand. Absolutely true. Um, Take no delay, take no more time to waste, but seek me diligently and swiftly in my word. Um, According to my word, always seeking Jesus and always pointing to Jesus, which is kind of what I just talked about. Pointing to his word, pointing to the Lord Jesus Christ, always, not to men. Nothing that shall be done by any man that is of me will point anywhere else but to Jesus and my word. All according to my word. Again, pretty much what I just reiterated. Um, And I didn't say it for that reason. I, I had almost forgotten all the stuff that was said in this particular prophecy, but You know, kind of worked out that way. If it does not move, speak, and breathe in accordance with my written word, reject it and leave it alone, get far away from it. See, this is why I tend to think this is not a false prophecy. Because normally, if it's a false prophecy, they're not going to tell you to examine this prophecy according to his word and and, and only point people to Jesus Christ and and only trust in his word. It's normally not going to do that. You know, it's going to be some interpretation where, you know, He's gonna take you far from that. Try the spirits whether they are of me, and you shall try them by my written word. These pangs of judgment are now to come upon you. The fires of my jealousy for my espoused will burn across this once great land, the land will tremble and shake, the rivers will overflow, and it will be torn asunder. Tremble and shake, earthquakes, rivers overflow, flooding. Unheard the unheard of violent unheard of of violence will spread like an uncontrollable cancer maybe untold violence will, will spread like uncontrollable cancer eating at the very heart of men Oh oh the sorrows of suffering that will be upon you that you shall see shortly that you never thought you would see look at what happened to Jerusalem to Shiloh to Israel and you America have gone far beyond what they have because of the light that was shined in you and given to you meaning to whom much is given much is required we were given more than any other nation in regard to the gospel, Christianity. And because we've been given that and trampled, like the Bible talks about in Hebrews where it says they've counted the, the blood of Christ of none effect and trampled it underfoot. Because that's been done, now the judgment's going to be even greater. I think is what is trying to be conveyed here. Um, now you will reap what you have sown. You have sown to the flesh and choosing to indulge in your lusts. And now you will reap what you've sown as I have lifted my hand of protection and my hedge about you is now gone. And only, and, and again, this is why I think we're seeing this absolute encroachment of wickedness on every side. And God's not really stopping it anymore. You know? So, I'm not saying he's not going to protect the remnant. But... By and large, though, the, the because the church has remained silent, because people have chosen wickedness and evil, he's giving them over to it. So then, um, uh, I've lifted my hand of protection, and my hedge around you is now gone, and only around my true chosen children, meaning the hand of protection is only around his true chosen children, his, his remnant. Uh, repent, every one of you that have not, come to me now before your last heartbeat for all... For that is all you have. Time is short. No one is promised a tomorrow. Come to me, Jesus Christ, now, before it's too late, for your own individual soul. Stand on my word. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. Um, And that was July 25th, 2015. So I'm totally out of time for this part. And we will stop here and go to part three next. God bless you.